Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, and welcome to the Debrief from the Business of Fashion, where each week we go deep on our most popular BOF professional stories with the correspondents who created them. I'm Lauren Sherman. Did you buy a designer clutch made of mushrooms? After years of development, handbag shoes and coats created from mushroom-based materials are hitting the market for the first time. It's an early test of whether the much-hyped innovation can compete with traditional leather and other alternatives. For these materials to go mainstream, however, more work is needed to bring down prices and increase scale. Today, I have Chief Sustainability Correspondent Sarah Kent, author of our 2022 Sustainability Index, with me to discuss the future of accessories. Sarah, thank you so much for being here and congrats on the launch of the index. It also happens to be the last day of the Copenhagen Summit arguably the biggest sustainability summit in the world, at least for fashion. I'm, you could tell us a little bit more about that. And also you are launching a dedicated newsletter this week. So tell me everything that's going on in your world and then we'll get down to business. Yeah, it's super busy. So <laughs> last week we launched the second edition of our sustainability index, which benchmarks how 30 of fashion's biggest companies are doing on a variety of different sustainability metrics. Spoiler alert, not good enough. There are signs of incremental progress, which is very exciting to see. But this year, we widened the scope of companies that we looked at. And as a result, we saw worse outcomes across the board. So you're basically seeing incremental progress at a handful of front runners and then much wider in action, which is disappointing. But I've just spent two days in Copenhagen, the Copenhagen Fashion Summit, where everyone's been talking about potential solutions and coming together to try and find ways forward, which is very exciting to hear. And in order to keep everyone up to date and all of the news happening in the space, which is a lot, we're launching a dedicated newsletter. Sign up now. First one in your inbox on Friday. It's going to be great. So today we're going to talk about a completely different topic, which is mushroom leather. It's a fun one. You've been covering materials as long as you've been covering sustainability. Can you first talk a bit, just set it up for us, what exactly is mushroom leather and how it fits into the broader materials conversation? Yes, absolutely. So mushroom leather, which even by its name becomes controversial, we should probably call it a leather alternative to be more accurate. But it is a leather-like material made from the root structure of mushrooms, which is known as mycelium. 
And essentially what a number of very, very smart, sciencey, techie startups have figured out is a way to grow sheets of mycelium into a material that can mimic the properties of leather. And the reason why this is exciting is that whilst we've had leather alternatives or fake leather for years and years, probably everyone has a a faux leather pleather jacket from back in their misspent youth somewhere in the back of their wardrobes. Essentially, most of our leather alternatives until very recently have just been plastic. And we're increasingly seeing people looking for plant-based alternatives that can move us away from either being animal-based and requiring a lot of chemical processes to tan or requiring fossil fuels and oil and plastic to create. So it's the idea that you could find a beautiful handbag that looks like leather, feels like leather, but isn't cruel to animals, doesn't hurt the planet. That's what we're shooting for. So the thing that keeps coming up in my head is that you get this handbag and five years later, you're sick of it and you put it in the ground and mushrooms sprout up. I don't know if that's possible and maybe you don't either, but question is, is that possible? But also essentially what they're doing is manipulating the structure of a mushroom to make it into something else. So it's not actually mushrooms. I don't want to get too technical, but this is something that every time we talk about this or I read about it, all I'm thinking about is like a mushroom growing off the side of my handbag or what have you. So no, first of all, let's debunk that. All of the materials coming to market right now have been treated in a way that means that I don't think that you can put them back in the ground and grow more mushrooms. Please, if anyone is listening and knows that to be incorrect, let me know. That is my understanding as of now. But essentially, we're not talking about the mushrooms that you and I see. We're talking about mycelium, which is what this is based on. And those are the, it's a web structure that is under the ground that it forms the roots of the mushrooms that we might see coming out. So really calling it mushroom leather is a misnomer on multiple levels because it's mycelium, not mushrooms, and it's not a leather. But that is a very simple, catchy way to think about it. So I'm not going to quibble with it. Thank you for setting the record straight, Sarah. That's what you're here for. So why is this so important now? I've been hearing that word mycelium for years. These materials companies pitch us constantly. I'm sure they pitch you every few hours. They pitch me probably once or twice a week about this stuff. But suddenly it feels like it's actually coming to fruition. What is really happening? So what is happening this year, which is very exciting, is for the first time we are seeing products on the market that you can buy made of these mycelium-based leather alternatives. So until now, you might think in your head, oh, what are you talking about? I've seen, you know, added acid a shoe or Stella McCartney's done several bags or didn't, you know, didn't Stella do those clothes? You might think that you've seen examples of these products before, but those were all prototypes. They were never put on the market. They were never for sale. What has happened this year for the first time is you or I or anyone who can get their hands on these very limited runs can actually buy products that are made from these materials. So Balenciaga had a coat made from a mycelium-based fabric in its recent collection. Lululemon has released a series of bags that had trims made from a mycelium-based leather. And Stella McCartney is about to release their first handbag for sale, again, made from these leather alternatives. So coming to shelves near you. So why is this only happening now? Why have we been hearing about it for years, but it's only coming to market and still in really limited edition? So innovation takes time. 
which I think the fashion world isn't used to having to wait. You know, we're all about instant gratification. You see, especially now in the current world, you see something you want, you click a button, you get it tomorrow. It's great. But actually, when you're looking at real innovation and technological development, it takes time to get from the nugget of an idea to testing that idea in a lab to then proving it out to a point where you can put it in a product. So probably the point at which we all first heard about these kind of mycelium-based materials was when they were first beginning to be tested, not just in the lab, but by brands. So we started to hear about these partnerships between brands and startups. That was about four or five years ago. And what happened in the intervening years was the brands went through multiple iterations of trying to take this material that had been grown in a lab and translate it into something that you or I as a consumer would accept. So you have to show that this material has gone through all of the usual quality control tests that any other material would have to do. It's brand new, so that takes time. It has to meet aesthetic requirements. It has to look good. It has to be durable. It has to it has to do all of the things that leather does. It has to look as good as leather does. It has to last as long as leather does. And Because if it doesn't, when it comes to the shelves, everyone's just going to dismiss it as an inferior product. And then all of this investment and time will have been pointless. So that's what's been happening. And now people feel confident enough that they have a product that is good enough. You recently talked to Stella McCartney about this launch. And she's obviously a quite interesting case because she's been using plastic leather alternatives for years. But there was always pushback, I'd say, in the broader market of, well, it's plastic. The environmental impact is that better than using real leather what insights did you draw from her and, and how is she feeling about the potential of this mycelium alternative? I mean, I think it's really interesting talking to Stella because she'll always be very upfront that none of this is perfect. So the mycelium material that she's using, it still contains plastic. It's, as I understand it, less than any other plastic content and other materials she's using at the moment. So it is better, but still room for improvement. Upfront, that's clear. But it's really exciting to be able to keep getting better. And I I think it is exciting to see a company with, first of all, backed by LVMH, plugged into that group, able to move and take a risk. It is a risk to use a new material like this. It is a risk to bring a new material to market. So I think it's really significant to see companies like Stella McCartney, like Balenciaga, willing to put that out there. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Business of Fashion. When I first started writing BOF, it was out of pure passion for this industry and with an eye to how the disruptive forces of digitization, globalization, and consumer shifts would change the way fashion works. 15 years later, we are well on our way to helping to define the fashion business of the future. As I travel the world, some of you ask me, what's the best way to support BOF as we continue to act as your guide during these turbulent times? The best way to support BOF is to support our journalism by joining BOF Professional, the largest community of fashion professionals in the world. A BOF Professional membership gives you access to our agenda-setting insights and analysis, which you won't find anywhere else plus the opportunity to learn from our talented team of correspondents and editors, as well as our wider network of the fashion industry's leading creatives, thinkers, and futurists. 
Follow the link in the episode notes to learn more. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So Stella McCartney has been a leader in the space before she partnered with Caring. Now she's partnering with LVMH. Both of those companies have used her forward thinking as an example to change the way they work overall in in many ways. And I'd say the broader industry looks to her and a few other people to see what's next. But the leather thing was something that moving away from fur, moving away from trying to not use virgin plastic, things like that. None of that surprises me about the industry, but I would say leather, I mean, this is what the modern luxury goods industry, it's its bread and butter. It's the foundation of the modern luxury goods industry. So the idea that a leather alternative, I totally get that it would have to be the best, but to convince these multi-billion dollar companies that this is environmentally better, financially viable, something worth investing in now, why do you think there's a larger group of people interested in this instead of just the sort of forward thinking types or progressive types. The eco warriors. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to say it. Well, let, let's look at other industries. Let's zoom out from fashion for a second and look at what has happened in the meat industry. We have seen a significant increase in veganism over the last two years. And we've seen real growth among companies offering meatless alternatives to meat. That has been disruptive. Obviously, there is still a huge market for meat. (laughs) And I think we're seeing the same trends play out in fashion. It is not so much that people think that leather is going to go away or that leather will cease to be an engine for the industry. Leather goods are hugely significant, as you mentioned, to any company's bottom line, particularly in luxury. However, we're seeing almost a new market open up for goods that perform the same function, but are made with alternatives that are not plastic or have less plastic and are not animal-based. That's a really exciting opportunity to grow. And so it's not really a risk generally for companies to test that market, except because this material is so new, you want to see that it can meet all of your quality requirements before you maybe jump in headfirst, which is why you're seeing companies like Stella or Balenciaga, which are more cutting edge, move first on this. Some of these larger brands are investing in these startups, right? So Caring recently invested in Vitro Labs. You had the exclusive on that. Every BOF professional member should 
log on to our site and read that. It was super interesting. I just attended this materials conference and Sarah's work was sort of the underlying through line through everything that they were talking about. It's really fascinating. Trade groups and people studying this stuff believe that this market could be worth $2.2 billion, the market for alternative materials by 2026, which sounds like just a crazy huge number to me. I guess that probably also includes plastic and plastic materials, not just these mycelium and other more environmentally friendly materials. What is driving that? Is it the fashion industry? Is there other stuff outside of fashion? How is that possible? I think one thing to contextualize is that that is a big number, but a small number in the context of the overall market that we're disrupting. So it's significant, but it's still small compared to overall demand. And I think what's going to drive that, and and it's a projection, so let's see what actually happens. But what you can see driving this are a number of different forces. First are cultural currents, where you're seeing clear demand from the market for products that are not conventional. And those are driven by a variety of reasons. But generally, we can put it in a bucket of people wanting to be more sustainable. And that may mean to them that they want to live a vegan lifestyle. They're concerned about animal rights. It may mean that they're concerned about environmental impact. It may mean that they're concerned about the social impact that's involved in leather tanning and so on. But generally speaking, that consumer demand is part of what's driving it. And then on the other side, we're seeing innovations becoming more mature and reaching the point where they are ready to come to the market and they are ready to be put out there and sold and and compete. And that's something that certainly with mycelium leathers, we haven't had until now. So we talked a bit about scalability and, and you mentioned that innovation does take time and developing this product. And I've talked to Nicole Rawling from the Materials Innovation Group and their whole business, as you know, Sarah, is promoting these companies and finding brand partners for them to develop. But she said one of the big things is pushing the startups who are making this stuff to work on quality because if it's not as good as Beyond Meat is good, it's not going to work in the market. What is the state of all this product? Yes, we know that it's available in limited editions and a lot of these brands are confident enough to produce some product with these alternative materials. But when do you think we'll see true scale? Do you think that it's a couple of years from now? Do you think it's another 10 years? When do you think that you're going to be able to go on one of these big luxury brand websites and four out of eight of their hero brands will be available in the leather alternative? Million dollar question, literally, probably more than that. I think it's going to be a few years still. How fast that might go will depend on how these products hitting the market now perform and how we see a number of industrial scale plants, which are sort of meant to come online this year, how we see the product that they are able to produce perform, and then the extent to which those can be expanded at pace. So there's a bunch of different factors that play into this. You've got to see these tests we're seeing come to market now do well. Then you have to have on the industrial side, the ambitions that companies have outlined come to fruition. And then you have to see people feeling confident enough to put more money into enable further expansion. And if all those things happen, then I think by 2026, as we were just talking about, 
it is feasible that we have you know multi-billion dollar market that's being served to a degree by mycelium-based lead alternatives, but also others. But those are a lot of things that need to fall into place still. And there are going to be very established brands that really hold off on this, right? Not everybody is convinced that the time is now to move into this market. Totally. I had a really interesting conversation a couple of weeks ago with Lorenzo Batelli, who is set to take over as CEO of Prada at some point in the future. He's Mutual Prada and it's Patrizio Batelli's son. So kind of the next in line to run that company and currently serves as their head of marketing and sustainability. And we had this really interesting conversation where he was talking about all of the areas where Prada sees opportunities and leather alternatives are one of them that they're experimenting in that space. But he sort of said, you know what, at the moment, we're just going to keep it to experiments because we don't think that the consumer is ready yet. So I don't know what it will take to change Prada's mind. I think other companies are even further away from that and aren't even willing to experiment yet. But I do, I do think we're at this very interesting point of testing the market to see where the consumer is at. And who are the major players on the startup side of this, on the development side of this, that are convincing brands to even test? Who has come out as the brands to watch, the companies that have raised the most money, et cetera, et cetera? The two that are sort of closest to industrial scale are Bolt Threads. They're the ones working with Stella McCartney, they're working with Lululemon, they're working with Adidas and with Caring, as well as a number of other brands. But those four companies are sort of part of a core consortium working to bring products to market at the moment. They are in the process of scaling up a, I believe, million square meter manufacturing facility in Europe. And they have these products that have already come to Lululemon's bags are already on the market. Stella's are about to hit. Adidas is working to bring some out, I believe, by the end of the year or early next year. And then we would expect to see more products using their material coming to market thereafter. The other big one that is working to get to reach industrial scale is Microworks. Microworks made a lot of noise because they have convinced Hermes, which when you think of sort of high-end leather goods, you think of Hermes. But they are working with Microworks to create a bag that will contain mycelium-based leather, which is really interesting to see. Can't wait to see how it all nets out. And if you are interested in this topic, which if you're still listening, I assume you are, you should definitely follow Microworks and Bolt Threads. They're the ones that are kind of the most vocal too and the most out in the open about what they're doing on the other side of this coin Sarah, it's been so fun to talk to you about this. I wanted to briefly chat again about the index because it's such an important piece of work that you and your team do every year. It's so valuable. How can listeners access it? Do you need to be a BOF professional member? How do you get to it? So if you want to just get an overview of our findings, anyone can do that. You just you have to register, you have to give us our email, but then you get the key takeaways or you can go on Instagram. It's all there as well on the BOF account. But the deeper analysis has been conducted by our fantastic research team over at BOF Insights. So that is a really, really in-depth report that anyone can purchase. It has tons and tons of super interesting data. It's really eye-opening. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time. It's always such a pleasure to chat with you. Congrats on the launch of the index. Congrats on the launch of the newsletter this Friday. Please be sure everyone to sign up for that. It's going to be a must read. And 
I will chat with you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks so much, Lauren. You've been listening to The Debrief, produced and edited by Emma Clark, Kate Barton, and Eric Bria in the BOF studio. I'm Lauren Sherman, and I'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Thank you so much for joining us, and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can join BOF Professional today with an exclusive 25% discount on an annual membership covering key industry topics from sustainability to technology to marketing with access to our case studies, live events, and iOS app. To get this special offer and benefit from 25% off of a membership, head to the link in the episode show notes or enter the coupon code DEBRIEF at checkout. Visit businessoffashion.com slash memberships. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.